Well, every single night we watch an episode three times during the episode, Anne says, do you want to go to bed? Do you want to go to bed? <laughs> she basically just watches me until my eyes close. And then the minute my eyes close, she says, do you want to go to bed? <laughs> so on the third time that she does that to me, I just get up and I say, Alexa, turn TV off. And then <laughs> we go straight to bed. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Hello, Ted. We are going to see Dead and Company May 19th. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I know you had, uh, you, you may even talk about this. I'm not. I, yeah, that was part of the week. I don't want to <laughs> bury the lead, but, you know, I know you were talking about how Ticketmaster just sucks. Oh, uh, they don't call him Ticket Bastard for nothing, you know? Ticket Bastard. But before we do that, let's 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 have some beers. Yeah, we need beer before we get into like crazy time. Yeah. So what do you have tonight? So I have a choice. You know what I'm waiting for is one of these weeks you're going to be like have some off the wall beer like I got the whatever. And and you're going to have it the same. Uh, and I'm going to have it, too. So we're going to keep recording. We're going to keep putting out episodes until that happens. And when, oh, that, when happens, that happens, that's our last over. episode <laughs> going on top. Oh, all right. Okay. So what do you have? So I have a choice tonight. Cool. It's called Cool Cool Kid Hops Double IPA. Okay. And it's got the it's got the the pitcher man from Kool Aid Man. I guess it's the Kool Aid Man. But look, this is what is what company is this? Last week, uh, Chapman. Oh yeah, what I had last week. Yeah, you had last week. So yeah, I had I, the Doppelbach. Right, and I told you that I had two of them. Right. So this is another one. This is called Good Night. Good Night. What's that one? It's also. Chapman. What 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 style is good night? So this one is an imperial stout. I was gonna say, what is it like a fifteen percenter that means good night? <laughs> <laughs> no. So here you choose. You choose for me because I uh, like, let's I do the it. IPA because I have an IPA. And we'll right, just we'll do, do that. IPAs. We'll we'll both have IPAs tonight. Awesome. So I'm doing the cool kid hops double IPA. And what is the ABV of that one? ABV is eight point six. Ooh, nice, nice. I have uh, the hermit. Okay. And the hermit is out of Moonraker. So have you heard of Moonraker? It's Oh, I don't know Moonraker. Well, it goes to what I one of the things and see the hermit here with the beard. Uh-huh. And he's got the uh I don't know, the eyeglasses, the big Santa beard. Yeah. But Moonraker, I chose this one tonight because of something that you turned me on to that I watched this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we'll cool. That's a little uh teaser to getting to what we're watching. <laughs> teaser. It's so hard to understand hard to know what we're talking about in Moonraker. Anyway. <laughs> what do you mean Moonraker? That was a Bond movie. I know, I know. Oh, right. oh, oh my god, I just gave it away. <laughs> so before you get into uh your week and oh I guess I could open mine. Yes. <laughs> get, get into the beer. Yeah. Be oh wow. Ooh, that smells yummy. What's your percentage? You didn't give me your percentage. Oh, seven percent. I'm sorry. Okay. Before we get into Ticketmaster and yeah. you trying and going over to what was it, Seat Geek or something and all that stuff? We did Seat Geek. Yeah. And I and I don't know what an, an hour and a half in. <laughs> so before you get into all that, yeah, just a please. brief bit of news. Um, what are your thoughts on Netflix adding a six ninety nine ad supported tier? 
it's time or what do you think? It's it's about time. I think it's a little I mean, it's unimaginative, but it is something. I really think that the true play comes from selling your library content out to other networks. Oh, so like Orange the New Black goes out to like YouTube or something. What Yeah. You just sell it to whatever. Hulu, somebody. Doesn't even matter. Somebody out there. Somebody out there will pay money to license that from you for a time and it continues to be yours. Guess what? This is the way it used to be <laughs> when there were three networks. <laughs> like like you'd work on a show on the Fox lot and Fox would sell it to ABC. You know what I mean? It's just like Right, right. The, the, there's there's untold there's 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 revenue sitting on the shelves in the virtual shelves at Netflix. And I don't know if it's pride or what, you know, but when you, when you start a, a what is it? A, a AVOD, <laughs> an ad, an ad supported video on demand, then you've, you know, you've, you've basically, you know, sullied the name already. Like they should have called it something else. Don't you think? What do you mean? Like, uh, they should have called that tier something else. Yeah. You just spin it off. Adflix. You have it. Yeah. You have it called something else. Right. And then it has a different brand and the brand equity that you've been building all this time over, you know, for, for Netflix kind of preserves itself. And then you have like, you know, something else. Anyway, those are my, those are my big thoughts, but, but yeah, it's time, time, time. It was time to do it. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see how many people jump to that. Okay. I looked at my bill. I looked at my bill this this week. It's like fourteen ninety nine or something. I'm not, I'm nineteen ninety nine. I do the nineteen ninety nine. Wait, what's nineteen ninety nine? Have you when's the last time you saw your Netflix bill? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Maybe you should look it up. <laughs> it's been creeping up there, you know? My I look my mine last night was nineteen ninety nine. Do you get discs? No. Okay, are you on like 4K, the ultra high def? I don't even know. If I am, I shouldn't be. Hold on. Yeah, see, I think that's the difference. And and they, they tried pushing me to that one point. And I, I like backed off. I'm like, I don't even have a 4K. So like, go away. Right. So maybe that's how you got there. And they're like charging you for what you're not even utilizing. Well, I wouldn't let that's crazy. Well, while you're looking at your <laughs> bank note. Tell me. Yeah, I mean, my opinion is like, I don't know. I feel like you're going backwards. Uh-huh. Uh, why would you also, with what you said, like, why would you license? I, I get what you're saying. You have this equity on the shelf and it, it, like Bird Box or whatever people are going <laughs> to buy on Hulu or something. But why wouldn't you just get Netflix if you're if? Well, OK, I guess Hulu would be buying it and then feeding it to you without you having to go to, to leave Hulu right. for Netflix. So I guess it's in their favor. OK, I, I I I understand that. <laughs> it's 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 I guess a lot harder thing to sell though, right? But is it? I mean, are people? Is Netflix so expensive now that people aren't buying into it? Or are they trying to recoup the people they lost? Yeah. I mean, what's the motive for this? I would never do ads, but for this, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I guess recouping people they've lost. I don't know. It just seems weird. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get the people from sharing to stop. Stop sharing. It's not going to be like, oh, I'll start sharing, pay for my own way and <laughs> pay for my way and watch too much commercials. I'll stop <laughs> sharing and watch Tide ads or something. Whatever. Yeah. But all right, man. So whatever. Netflix is going ad. I mean, they're what, what I see is. 
first to market last in the marketplace and they're starting to scrape. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're starting to freak out and say like, wow, we were first to the streaming. We were first to the whole thing. And we built it like as fast as we could for the escape velocity. Right. But we could not overcome these dinosaurs. And people, well, and people are innovating around us. Yeah. So now we have to like, go backwards i mean i don't know but all right so the week we got dead and company tickets may 19th that's right uh four tickets so excited i mean i'm excited to go see them i mean it's their farewell tour right uh i think jerry had his farewell tour about 22 years ago maybe oh man the 90 it was more than that it was the 90s i think yeah maybe it was like 99 98 when, when i don't even remember when that was but my my buddy has it tattooed on his leg he has a bus on his on his lower calf he has the front of a bus. He has a bus on his calf with a tear, and it has the Jerry Garcia. And I don't know whether it's just the date or whether it's his birth and and probably oh, it just passed August 9th, nineteen ninety five was Jerry Garcia's ninety five. Yeah, mid nineties. Holy cow! I remember. Yeah, I was in Illinois still working. You know commercial industrial painting and stuff but man yeah. i thought it was later than that so 95 holy moly did you see those how many sh- how many dead shows did you go to with jerry uh that would have been soldier field uh-huh. uh maybe 89 or something 90 i don't remember exactly and then the world music theater which is on the south suburbs in tinley park um south oh, suburbs nice. of chicago mm-hmm. so that would have been i don't know 94 three wow something like that i'm guessing i don't even remember to be honest with you the years yeah yeah no not the years but i i think i remember the venues like i went to R. I went to R. yeah i remember the venues of course rfk one time in dc okay and then when we were in umass we came down for a madison square garden show so we went to oh okay okay cool new new york and dc for the my two dead shows but i've actually been <laughs> probably to um anywhere from half a dozen to a dozen shows like in the parking lot just the parking lot just go tailgate (laughs) with my buddies and when i went in for the music i'd be like i don't really like this music (laughs) earlier on so it was just like i would just go hang out in the parking lot and you know my my kids so we drove by last year we had we had uh what is it my fair lady tickets down at downtown uh, yeah Hollywood. ted says screw the grateful dead i'm going to my fair lady <laughs> the wife chose and chose that sure um and we're driving Blame it on by, Anne. and we're driving by the the crowd outside of the hollywood bowl um oh yeah the our, our stuff is the forum which is a little little la but it, it's very la but it's not as iconic as the as the uh the hollywood bowl but yeah, so we're driving by after seeing My Fair Lady and my kids are looking out the window and they're like, what are all those balloons? <laughs> and I said, oh, they just suck on the helium and then they talk to each other and sound funny. Look, they're all laughing and stuff. So yeah, it's like nitrous oxide. Yeah. <laughs> shh, shh. You know, the thing is, I mean, when you're if you're going to do your last tour ever and you're going to open your tour in L.A., how do you not do the bowl? Right. I mean, how do you not do the bowl? Whatever. Okay. I guess I'm not the I'm not the manager. <laughs> but yeah, that would just be iconic. And then you you know, and then you record it like Dead and Company live at the Hollywood Bowl. They and... already have that. They already have that. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I, li- I was listening. I was listening to that earlier tonight. Yeah. Is it good? It's good. Good. It's it's mellow. Yeah. Where where did you listen to it? Where did you get it? Spotify. Okay, I'll have to check it out. 
Tell me about your uh, miserable experience. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so and how and to... how we got the tickets? <laughs> I was trying to block it out of my mind, but luckily, so I won't I let got... you. <laughs> I got the email. I got the I got Instagram message or something from them early on, like last week, and they're like, you know, reserve your seat. You know, like get this code for pre-ordering your th- tickets or whatever. Why did you like? Uh, ask for reminders somewhere or something. I might have. I must have asked for a reminder. Yeah, yeah. That uh, way back, way back when I saw that it was their last tour. So I got that, and then I was like, "All right, we'll get the code, and we'll see what happens." The kids, the Bryce was getting out early that day, so I had, I wanted to go pick him up. And it's like, I'll just go. You can stay at home. I was like, No, I love driving. I love driving the Tesla. <laughs> you know. Um, but we go there, and halfway there, it's like eleven eleven forty five or eleven thirty five. And Anne's like, maybe you should log on to this site or maybe you should follow the link. And I'm like, I'm driving, you know, the car's driving, which puts me on edge a little more. <laughs> so I actually pay more attention when the car drives itself, uh, which is counterintuitive. I know, but it's the truth. It's what happens. Hey, as long as it keeps you alert, that's all I care about. <laughs> and then, uh, so she gets on the computer, on the phone and she's like plugging in this thing and she goes, oh, look, it's Ticketmaster. I'm like, oh, all right, well, we'll do whatever. I have an account, Ticketmaster, because you have to. You know, <laughs> and uh, and she go, starts logging in and you're like, she's like, all right, we're 2000 plus in line, whatever. Fine. So then we wait, we wait. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God you logged on <laughs> when you did, because I was going to log on right at noon. And just like I thought I had my place online. When did she log on? Like 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before. Oh, OK. OK. So at noon, they start letting people in and the numbers start coming down. And then all of a sudden we're like in there, we're in there and we're in there picking seats. And we're just, we pick the four, four seats. We look, you know, do it up. We send it through and it was like, uh, failed out and then it failed out again and it just kept failing out and we just kept doing it over and over again. And then it would fail out at different points. You would like pick the four seats and before you could get to the next page, it would say, Oh, another fan beat you to these four seats. See what I don't get though, is like, if you pick the seats, yeah, lock them. They're your seats. They have a little clock in the corner that says seven minutes. Right. Okay, seven minutes. I was going to say five, but whatever. Yeah. Seven minutes. It's like you have seven minutes to check out. If you hesitate and sit and wait, you lose them. Right. So buy now or forever hold your peace. Right. Not five Not five seconds in the middle of when you're doing something. Every exactly. Every five seconds this thing was doing it. Right. I, I don't understand how that is. <laughs> I mean... Did Ed, did, Ed, did Ed help you? To, did Ed did complain to you as well? Uh, <laughs> So the other day, you guys were going to Long Beach, you and Audrey. That's right. That's right. Me and Ann were on the phone for an hour and a half. I know. So it's so funny because I got a a message on my phone. I should have recorded. That could have been a whole podcast episode. (laughs) An unaired (laughs) podcast. You know, Ann's a very private person. Right. Uh, I got a message on my phone saying the ring went off. And I, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm in the parking lot waiting for the kids, you know, waiting for the kids to. Like the ring doorbell? Or the ring, my ring doorbell. Yeah. Okay. So I log on to the ring website. Wasn't me, I promise. <laughs> it was Anne outside on the phone talking to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but she wanted to get, you know, away for a little bit from Brycey for some earshot stuff. So, yeah. So it, it was an hour of just that repeatedly going through and going through. Dude, that is maddening. And then we were when we were like, we tried the other date and the other and we and I guess I had only done the 19th when we were doing that. But then we get home. So we do the whole thing. We go down to Burbank. We pick Bryce up. We're continuing to try. She says at one o'clock we'll stop. Right. Okay. And so one o'clock came at 1259. I said, maybe you could just stop. 
She goes, my watch still says 1259. I was like, damn, she is bound and determined to get. She, she doesn't even like. She doesn't. She doesn't even like them. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so so she keeps going, and one o'clock comes, and she begrudgingly stops. But I get on my computer, I knock out a couple things, and it's like one. When you get home, this is. Yeah, I'm back home. Okay. I'm on my on my laptop, and I'm like, mm, it's one fifteen. I could try it again, just see what's going on. And she comes over, and she goes. Oh, you're trying again? <laughs> so then she goes back to trying. And then she sees like she saw like an email or something in the Well, let's stop there though. Yeah. So then you text me with the code or whatever and you say, How about you try? Oh, that's right. Oh yes. Yeah, you you tried in the middle. That's right. So I'm like, okay, I'll try. So I'm at work. Uh-huh. And I log on or I go to Ticketmaster and restricted. So, you know, my work restricts Ticketmaster. Okay. Right. So I turn on my VPN. I go to Ticketmaster. Sure enough, Ticketmaster opens up, but Ticketmaster blocks any functionality of their site because I'm on a VPN. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. So it's like I was damned if I did. Damn, I couldn't get on at all because I was at work. So I was done. That's why. That's why Anne said that because I tried to get on my computer. And I have no plugins or anything on Safari, so I use that. And Ticketmaster wouldn't even let Safari through. It's like it has, you know, natural pop-up blockers and other stuff like that. So it says like uh, JavaScript is blocked, and right. you, you know, I'm just like, what? <laughs> so Anne gets on her computer, and she's like, um, some email pops up, and it has SeatGeek on it. SeatGeek. And she goes, Oh, you should check out SeatGeek. And I was just like, oh, well, how does SeatGeek pop up on her computer? Did they know she was? No, she had an email or something that she had thought of or remembered or something. Oh, OK. OK. She was just thinking about like, we got to get these seats or something. I don't know. Something about it triggered in her. It's like another Ticketmaster sort of a thing. Well, it's more of a re- reseller. Like Ticketmaster goes straight to the artists and the venues. Wait, we bought used tickets? No, 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 no. Oh, but they're, oh. but I don't want like scratch and dent or anything. <laughs> They're middlemen. They're middlemen, you know? <laughs> right, right. But they're the, you know, they're, I don't think they're technically scalpers because it's the same price. They're just a service provider. Um, So I don't know. You know, it, it was easy. I did it. I did it one time and that was it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> but here's the thing. Why should it be hard? Right. Exactly. You're just trying to buy goddamn tickets to a concert. Well, it said, it said, you know, your payment has been secured. We'll email you when, when we've uh, secured the tickets. So then I, I said, all right, so this may or may not happen. They just took the money and then hopefully in 10 minutes they'll say we couldn't do it or we could do it. And, you know, the end of the story is, yes, they did it. And we're we're going in May. May? Cool. May, May 19th. Yeah, Friday, May 19th. I'm looking forward. Opening night of the entire tour. It's the first night. First how, night. How badass is that? Yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> all right. So that was your week. What else you do all week? Is that about it? Just trying to get tickets to a concert? That's it. Uh, I did. I did buy some stuff this week. I bought uh, sexy buttons. Have you heard of sexy buttons? No. Uh, I'm worried. That I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> sexy buttons are uh, Bluetooth enabled uh, buttons that you can buy for your Tesla. Wait, why would you buy Bluetooth? <laughs> like what kind of buttons? Like shirt buttons no no buttons like buttons in in your car so they can do specific things like there's no button to open the glove box well how do you open it if there's no button you go into a menu and then you go to this you know the other menu 
it's like either one or two clicks down. So you take like a little flip lever from like a 75 cutlass <laughs> and you have to make it overly complicated to figure out how to open the glove box. Well, now it's not complicated anymore. I've got a sexy button for it. So okay. they press the button and it opens the glove box. And where does this button sit? It sits wherever you want it to. It's just a little... You know, a little command strip on the back. Okay. So I put it like on the bottom under the screen behind it. So it keeps its minimalist uh, nature. What if you hit the wrong button? Does it put down like an oil slick? Yeah, well, or you like know, a if smoke you, screen if you have or that, like mini guns. <laughs> I did have the one. I had a, a thing that was called. I called it the menopause button. Menopause, and it basically button. just went max fan, <laughs> max fan on the AC. <laughs> if you have a hot button. flash, no, you I just get hit it. The I get it. <laughs> yeah, I won't tell your wife because she's probably like hitting that stage of her life at this point. <laughs> I think we all are. I got the I got the menopause. Menopause. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. How about you? <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a great week, actually. Uh, one of the things I'm trying to figure out, so it's election time. Okay. And, you know, in California, we get pre-ballots and we get yeah. all this, you know, and you could go and you can start figuring stuff out, how you want to vote and everything. Man, are, do you have a hard time with judges? I do sometimes. Like, I mean, okay, I get it. You know, it's like the county supervisor, the state assembly, uh, the governor, like, though, okay, sure. But then they, there's like 50 judges or something. Yeah. You know, I, I did a thing last, last time, last time around where I would, f I got that big, they have that big ballot prep thing that you can thumb through and you can check all the people out and stuff. You're talking about this one? Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My coaster. So I get that and I look them up online. I can't find them. If you can't find them, then you just take a crapshoot and you just pick. I pick the weirdest name. If you have a weird name, then you're there. Oh, I, OK. I see what you're saying. Weird name people get picked on more than regular name people. So they're less. I think they're less likely to be bullies. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm worried I'm going to like vote for like a uh, election <laughs> denier or something who's going to reverse my vote. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll reverse his own vote uh, by accident. <laughs> anyway, that, I, that's what I do. I look it up if they if they have if they have any kind of website or any kind of social you know presence, then then I can dig a little more. But you know, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, when you're looking at like your standard election type stuff, county supervisors and yeah, you know, governor of course is easy. They're all there. Yeah, I mean, you know, S secretary of state, like all that stuff's pretty pretty simple but man the judges i just can't get it i can't figure it out and then clarissa's been getting me like she gets me these bike tech jobs really so people at her work you know they'll buy like uh red power bike or something like it's like direct to consumer uh-huh but like these women or whatever who buy it you know they're like 60 year old women you know like they don't know how to work on bikes and stuff right. and this right. bike shows up at their house via fedex or ups however it gets there how much assembly is required not a lot but i mean tuning yeah there there's enough assembly that if you don't know what you're doing or you aren't somehow versed with like doing even the basics you're just gonna struggle you know yeah so anyway clarissa's like hey you know like kim would like you to put her bike together if you're willing you know and i'm like oh, i always tell her i'm like man i hate like I, you know it's not a real business and stuff i'm like <laughs> i hate asking people for you know money and all right. this stuff so i've gotten to this point where 
the people she works with, uh-huh. they all know that like I'll work for like bottles of Chimay. <laughs> <laughs> so her friends bring it over her bike tomorrow tomorrow. And it's like I put these bikes together. And I I mean, when you think about a bottle of Chimay, they're like 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Yeah. Blue label, blue label reserve, grand reserve. Is that sometimes they bring we'll it all? You don't know. <laughs> no, I've had this one friend of hers. How many bikes are you making for Chimay? Well, hey, you know, I barter, <laughs> you know, this one woman brings her bike over. This is like a, a little while. I don't know, a year ago or something. Okay. She brings her bike over and Clarissa says, yeah, you know, he said, just get a couple of Chimay's or something. She brings <laughs> over like, you know, the big bottles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full. She brings over six of those. Holy smokes. I'm thinking to myself. Damn, a bike shop wouldn't even charge this much. <laughs> so she's like, okay, here you go. You know, thanks for the bike. But we're working on my bike. So I was like, wow. And then she wanted like a, a seat replaced and like a rack installed. This is like a few weeks later. Man, she brought like six more. <laughs> At, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks a pop. I'm thinking yeah. to myself, holy cow, like go to the bike shop. It's right. cheaper, <laughs> you know, but I'm, you know, whatever she, you know, she, she brings the beer. So That's her right. friend tomorrow is bringing a bike and, Hopefully more Chimay, I guess. I don't know, but there you go. Yeah, so that's my week. Is uh, is that? And I've been continuing to work on my sewer terrain. Your what? That I talked about last. You know, my sewer terrain. You know, the cobblestone. You know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sewer terrain. Yeah, <laughs> I love how you're. Go listen to last week's show episode. I did. I just listened to it. We we not you. I'm telling the oh. listener if they're questioning <laughs> what sewer terrain. Go listen to last week's show. Oh, and the last. So the last thing I bought. I bought one more thing. Oh, go. Yeah, go for it. I bought the Amazon Fire Cube. Oh, we had that big Amazon sale, the the Prime Day. Oh, right. Yeah, the the Cube. So I bought the the Cube. cube. So the Cube is like uh, OTT, like your Roku box. Oh, okay. Okay. Except it's uh, it's it's Alexa integrated. And so it's all it's mostly, you know, you have the remote there, but it is natural language processing. You know, NLP is, you know, Alexa and it's and it's geared towards the television television. And even though it's not like wired to the I mean, it's it's wired to the receiver and the receiver's wired to the TV. It's like natural language. Hey, Alexa, how about we watch some (laughs) porn? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, But but it it. It it asks you the brand of your television and the brand of your AV receiver, and then it then it uh it learns the the codes or whatever, whatever the IR codes for it and stuff. Exactly. And it yeah, just yeah. I guess it just blasts it out into the room and <laughs> that it hits these hits the machines and it turns them on and off and controls the volume. And then you're like, why is my skin glowing? <laughs> it's blasting out IR everywhere. I'm like so warm. <laughs> But I do. I it was amazing how fast the family got into talking to the television. Like they were they were primed. We're pri- we're Alexa primed, and it was just you're primed <laughs> to prime, prime to prime. And yeah, and it's everybody does it. Everybody you know pauses to go to the bathroom. Nobody has to like who has the remote. You know. Oh, that's cool. So it's fun. Okay, since you're talking about purchases, I got yeah. one that I did this Please. week. So. I bought a new pair of shoes. Oh, okay. That's right. So I bought these cycling shoes and the brand is Sidi, S-I-D-I. They're Italian. Uh And the last pair I bought, I mean, I ride a lot, right? A lot. 
a lot, a lot. Using it all this time. I mean, three, four days a week, sometimes more, you know, like thousands of miles a year, all this stuff. I bought my last pair of shoes in 1995. Wow. So, so I told Clarissa, you know, I, so I bought these pair. But check this out, though. $550 shoes. What? <laughs> but the amortization on that is amazing. Well, hold on, though. Hold on. <laughs> Everywhere I go, five fifty. Uh-huh. Everywhere. Okay. I find this place in like England, Merlin Cycles. Maybe I shouldn't give them up, but I just did. <laughs> you already got your shoes. Two eighty. So I was like, two eighty. Okay, let's see. Well, they were charging eighteen dollars shipping. Still. Right? I'm like eighteen dollars. I'm like, that's like that comes in just under three hundred bucks. Yeah, dude, I got them two days later from like London. And and it, do you think it's because the pound was dropping so hard against the dollar? I have no idea. Huh? Crazy. A five hundred fifty dollar pair of cycling shoes I got for three hundred, including that's including shipping. Shipping in two days. From the UK, like like it was like it was Amazon, but it was international. That's crazy. From the UK, I mean that's insane. So I had these these uh the these last shoes uh-huh. for what is that? That's like a twenty seven years or something. Oh my god, so long. Yeah, tw- what year? So, what year? Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, in twenty seven years, I could do the math. So when you think about it. If these shoes last is and I mean, when you look at my when I put the shoes side by side, oh, man, my old shoes are just destroyed. I didn't realize they were so thrash. (laughs) Well, and then the plastic on them and stuff is all cracking and falling off. And I told. But you were used to it. No, no, no. This is recent. It started like, I mean, even the name was crumbling off of it and stuff. I was like, wow, I need new shoes, you know, and Uh and uh, man, I I got these things are beautiful. They are so beautiful. But I figured the scariest thing about it, I bought the last pair of cycling shoes I'm ever going to buy. I mean, I'm going to be pushing 80 by the time these things are done. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like. The last pair lasted as long as they did, and this next pair lasts at least that long. Like, I'm, this is the last pair of shoes I'm ever going to buy to ride my bike. Oh. Like, how do, like, it's so weird <laughs> to think of it that way, you know? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but 550 bucks for 300 bucks, man, with shipping. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's amazing. All right, man, let's get into trailers. All right. So, what's Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical on Netflix? Yes. Roald Dahl's. Matilda the musical on Netflix. How do you even say that? You did it very, very well. I said it twice, and it sounds wrong both times. Well, Roald Dahl is just a weird name to start with, right? Like, who named that guy? Maybe that's it. And then Matilda musical, that's pretty easy. That's alliteration, and, you know, it's right there. Well, sure, yeah. Who's Roald? Roald Dahl? You don't know Roald Dahl? I don't. James and the Giant Peach. Oh, is that him? The author of Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, and... I don't know Matilda, but... Yeah, many other... Like, who would have... James and the Giant Peach? No, I get it. He's he's like a... a Willy Wonka? Will, yeah, he's like a child's... A children's story writer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Children's story writer, yes. Why is that funny? I don't know. It just sounded funny. Like, oh, okay. Too many words there. Like, yeah. Children's story writer, yes. That's right. So, like, it's from like a nursery rhyme sort of a thing. Yeah, a little older than that, but yeah. A little older than that, yeah. Yeah. But it's so Roald Dahl, great author, great, great storyteller, but a musical. That was the thing that really got me. Like, I don't think of Matilda as a musical, but this seemed to seem to really pound it into you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what it reminded me of, though? It's like, well, obviously there's lots of British accents in this, which means if we watch it, I will certainly be turning on... Subtitles. I'll be putting on subtitles for sure. But what I got from this, though, it really struck me as a cross between Disney mm-hmm. and Pink Floyd The Wall. Oh, okay. Yes, Pink Floyd The Wall. Yeah, I was thinking more of Annie and Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. Oh, did you really think Pink Floyd? No, I thought oh. Annie. I thought you were going to go with Annie, and I was like, I'm just going to give him the Annie reference because he's always like, you're reading my notes. So I just let you <laughs> I just let you have it this one time, you know? I, thought, see no, I didn't felt. think of Annie, but I like, <laughs> but I think Annie's a good one. But, but it's like kind of has that wall because... You know, like that the militant. Oh yeah! If you can't have any meat, you 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 won't eat your you can't eat your pudding. Exactly right. Except except it's reverse here. It's like we're gonna feed you pudding until you explode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Down to the cherry on top. Exactly. But yeah, it was just it just reminded me of the wall. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this though. I mean, do you think this is more? It's kids. Girl centered or like. I'm not saying like I'm not going to watch it because it's like girly, but no, I think so. It releases on Christmas Day. Um, So it's like uh, I think it's just your captive audience. You know, what can you put on? People are home. What are you going to put on for the whole family to enjoy? Exactly. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you got to you got to do some counter holiday programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So no. And and I ask, though, because like I have two boys. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be into it. I think they'll be. I think they'll be. They might. I think they will. There's tons of boys in the movie. Exactly. They're all exactly. force feeding them to eat stuff. That's kind of cool. I mean, and then the and then Mike's going to be like, I don't want all that. <laughs> you just did that to me at dinner tonight. You know, Christmas dinner. <laughs> Christmas dinner. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think the boys will like it. I don't think I don't think of it as a girl. It's not girls. It's it's maybe it's like girl forward but it's not girl centered focused yeah yeah focused and yeah. i think and i love girl the... forward girl focus okay whatever girl, but yeah no, I, I i i i see what you were swinging um yeah i think yeah i love i love the little friendship with the teacher like to me that that's the linchpin of the whole thing yeah i agree i mean i i really enjoy how it looks i mean it I think the music's going to be great. I just need subtitles with this stuff because I struggle with British accents. Yeah, and the, hopefully the boys will like it and it'll it'll entertain the family. Yeah, for a couple for a couple hours. Very cool. All right, one I know you're into, but I don't know why, which is Doom Patrol season four uh, on HBO. So really quick though, uh, Matilda is Matilda. on Netflix. Netflix. Um, just Day. to get that out there, and Doom Patrol season four is HBO. HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. Streaming. And I can only assume you're a fan. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan of this Okay, Ted. Yes. Ted, let me just say it's season four, Uh but there's only three walls to the cave. Uh, Yeah. Season one wall, season two wall, season three (laughs) wall, and you're out of there. Yeah. You know, we'll see. A wise man once said. A wise man in episode. God knows when. (laughs) In In the first 50, I think. Something um, like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm excited. The trailer got me excited. I mean, singing menacing monster asses is got has got to be amazing. Like the so Brandon Fraser plays the 
I don't see. I don't know their name. I'm a fan of the show. I don't know their names. <laughs> he plays the me- mechanical guy. The mechanical guy. The mechanical guy kicks one of these ass monsters, and he farts as he's like flying. Off I the heard screen. that. <laughs> I was like, this is why I love the show. Like, because a Ted's touches. a twelve-year-old boy. Uh, who isn't a twelve-year-old boy? You know, like everybody <laughs> wants to be a twelve-year-old boy. We should tell. Even Price even Ann wants to be a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> Part of my notes, okay, so you're reading my notes, right, Uh is, I mean, is the running gag of this whole thing, like, ass and fart jokes? I I mean, it was was so shocking. You know, the the jig is up a little bit here now, right? That's too late for spoilers when you have this in your trailer. They're singing and dancing, singing and dancing, uh, uh, menacing asses. But the when you see it for the first time and you don't know about it, like it happened mid season, season three, I believe. Okay. And, uh, and you're just in a barn with a dude. He just looks like a dude. And the dude turns around, drops trow. <laughs> and you think he's mooning you for some reason, but no, he bends over and he turns into this crazy monster. <laughs> And it's just like uh, it was so unexpected. And the and like the crack is his mouth. The crack is his mouth and out of his out of his ass cheeks come teeth to to shred up his his prey. (laughs) And now and now they're singing and dancing. So uh, yet another musical. Another musical. Right. Oh, we got a theme. We have a little bit of a theme. Does this come out Christmas Day? (laughs) This comes out in November. (laughs) So November 4th. Thanksgiving. (laughs) This is is your Thanksgiving fodder. Right. Right. Because you're just you're you're a dysfunctional family. You know, everyone's dysfunctional family. This is another yet another dysfunctional family. This is to shut your crazy (laughs) uncle up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I mean, okay, you're in it to win it. It's four seasons now or well, it will be the fourth season. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think at this point, either you're into the show, you're not into it. I don't. This isn't going to make me want to go back to season one. Okay, this this trailer is not going to make you want to go this trailer. I'm saying. Yeah, after watching the trailer, like I, it's it's it doesn't sell this the series. It sells this. It like it's a it's a it's, lift. It's a it's a reminder. It's a lift for the people who are already there. fans. There you go. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what this trailer is. Lots of inside stuff going on. Tons. Yeah. No introductions of anything. <laughs> so the blind person like myself uh-huh. who doesn't know the show is looking at it like, why would I ever watch this? This looks stupid. Yeah. I mean. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it's a reminder. It's a reminder. It's it's Which is almost, fine. It's almost like your last. uh we did it. I don't, you know, I don't have the episode number because I just thought of it just now. But, you know, Handmaid's Tale, like the last, oh, right. the last Handmaid's Tale season trailer season. Was that season four or five? It's even beyond that now, right? No, I don't. I think they finished three and four is the one that's coming up. Yeah. So see season four again. You know, <laughs> they are exactly. at season four. They're not selling to anybody but the people who saw season three. <laughs> so I think it's well, it's, and I wouldn't even say the people who saw season three. Uh, three they're selling to the people who are fans of the show i mean right. from season one two and three mm-hmm. yeah so no and and i agree by the time you're in so far with with a show like this they're not trying to get new eyeballs they're just trying to keep the fans who are there coming back for season after season before they leave the cave that's right <laughs> they're hoping you get lost in the cave because the lights are out <laughs> And there's an ass monster chasing you. So we have two and a half uh, theme tonight. So the theme 
the 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 full theme is musical. Right. The half theme is Christmas Day release. Holiday release, yes. Or well, I don't know if Spirited is coming out on Christmas Day, but it's definitely the holiday season. Definitely holiday ish. It looks cool. A twist on the Christmas Carol, Spirited. Uh huh. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Apple TV Plus for this one. So we got three streamers: Netflix, HBO Max, and Apple TV Plus. Yeah. So they start off tap dancing, and I don't know. Is Will Ferrell? Uh, is he past the sell-by date? You think he is? I thought he was great. I I think he went away for. I don't know. I'm asking. I I'm feel asking. like he's gone away. And now he's coming back out. Yeah, I mean, I think he hit his, like, for the Will Ferrell actor right. who who has his, I think, Elf. Okay. If you want to think about Christmas movies right. or, you know, holiday movies, Elf was amazing. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Ron Burgundy was good, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that, okay. but actually, That's that is favorite. a good one. That's my favorite. And you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. I mean, old school's another Streaking, amazing one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like those three are like my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Uh, but they were so long ago. But that's the point, right? Like they're they're a long time ago. Yes. You didn't see any of the Will Ferrell as like stepbrother or I did, not a fan. The stepdad. Did you see the one where he's with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of those. Didn't like those. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, that's why I say, like, I mean, the, the ones I mentioned were hilarious. The classic. The classics. Oh, they were classics. <laughs> I mean, they're so cl – it's like old school or it's a wonderful life. I mean, it's a right. classic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I I think it's a no-brainer, though. How do you not watch it? It's going right. to be fun. It's going to be a twist on A Christmas Carol. It's going to have all the holiday joy that you want. Yep. The tap dancing. And I, <laughs> you know, I'm just glad it's not, it's not going to be as vulgar as Deadpool. No, no, not at all. You know, I mean, I, I hope not. That would make for. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be wink nod over the kid's head. Sec, you know, there will be jokes. that. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love it. I think I think of uh, Scrooged is my go to classic. Scrooged. I love Scrooged. Very good. So so that's the one I go to. Yeah, very good. And uh, when I started to show that to the kids, uh, Bryce was actually too young and it really like it freaked him out. He didn't like it. Little too, little too scary for the scary parts, and I'm like, they're just rubber like dudes in a rib cage, you know? What I mean? Like <laughs> exactly, you know, for holiday movies, yeah, Scrooged and uh, Groundhog Day. That's Ground a holiday movie. <laughs> there you go. All Bill Murray all the time. <laughs> right. No, this one, the Spirited, seems a little more like less. Scrooged is a bit. Hmm, I guess it's not cynical. It's the opposite of cynical, but it, it kind of it plays cynical through ninety percent, and then it try and then it redeems itself. It's like nihilistic. Yeah, this one is really like gonna. I think spirited is gonna be good-hearted throughout. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It looks a lot of fun. Uh, do we know the day it comes? It does it come out? Oh yes. So it does come out mid-November, November eighteenth. So it'll have a it'll have a full run to Christmas, a long lead up to Christmas. 
Yeah, so I yeah, I think we'll watch it. I mean, you know, it gets you in the spirit and has like some of the silliness and yeah. you know, and maybe we'll do like whatever, Saturday, Sunday we'll do this and then we'll finish it up. We'll we'll like do Elf or something. Oh and nice, have, like, nice. Yeah. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, you know, sort of a thing. But And and it, it you would be shocked to know that Anne is not a fan of Elf. Uh I am actually not surprised. <laughs> You do that. <laughs> she does not like silly. She won't even let the kids watch it. And so what? So I think maybe next weekend she'll be away for her her birthday uh, weekend with the girls. Wait, what do, you, what, what do you mean won't let the kids watch? I mean, it's like, you know, he, smiling. He loves smiling. <laughs> you know, and he's yeah. looking for candy under the railings. <laughs> And yeah, it's just no, it's so just brilliant. so silly, so silly. That's, That's so not brilliant. No, it is. It you know the thing is, I mean, in spite of the guy being an angry little elf, <laughs> Ted, I hope that beer was good. It was very good. Man, I just watched you down a half a glass of beer. <laughs> it was not half a glass. Okay, no, it wasn't it was that under high. Its label. It was under the label. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I mean it's you know it's a cute. I don't. What don't you like about it? I mean, it's just it's fun. She just thought she's it's a little vulgar for her. Elf. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Because he's an angry little elf. No, I think it's the scenes with with the with his girlfriend or with that um. What's her name? I forget her name. D- Zoe 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 Deschanel, right? Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where she's singing in the shower or something. Something like that, and he's in. Doesn't he go in? I don't know. Baby, it's cold outside or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see all of these things, and I'm gonna see two of them with my family, and then Doom Patrol. I'll just watch on my own in the background as I go back to work. Yeah, I. You know, I'm gonna watch uh, one for sure. Spirited. Spirited. Maybe Matilda and Doom Patrol is probably off my radar. <laughs> There's other things. So with that, I redeemed myself this week. Oh, you did some watching. Yeah. So last week we I did zero watching. I mean, that's why I had to apologize for being a bad trailer <laughs> junkie. Um, so in no particular order. OK. Thor Love and Thunder. OK. What do you think? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Um, you know, uh, uh, Marvel. I'm just there's so many of them, but like it, whatever. It was fun. I, I will. I will tell you. Because of the way you feel about Marvel, and I think it's universal, you know, <laughs> universal Marvel, get it? No. I, I uh, was, yeah. <laughs> um, the way you feel about Marvel, you have to watch She-Hulk. She-Hulk had its finale this week. Okay. And and I will say, just to counter your love and thunder, watching the six, well, I think it's six hours, seven, I don't know how many how many episodes. I think it's six episodes. Watching the six hours of television. Six isn't bad. Six hours of television and the, la- with the season finale is so phenomenal for a person like you that is, you know, talked about marvel at you know a marvel skeptic at this point the the marvel skeptic there's there is a a sequence you know and i i I will just say give it some time but definitely watch that show for you six hours knock it out you you and you will not be disappointed by the finale okay maybe we will then so but yeah thor love and thunder i mean it was good i enjoyed the what's the way to put it I enjoyed the relationship that they had where she had the cancer going on, but the 
the hammer kept her like energy going and that was like her power but like it was a little confusing to me though it was a little bit but i feel it was more like a metaphor yeah, to the relationship that's, that's and all true, this right. kind of stuff and i kind of got into that a little bit and I, I i enjoyed that aspect of it oh you're doing the other one now I think earlier this week you told me I could have two beers. Yeah, you know what? You deserve it. But you know what? I was actually thinking because I'm about to finish mine and I'm like, I'm going to go get another just one. Hit that too, tap. So. You, you could just hit the tap. And this one, it, this good night, this good night Imperial Stout, what a way to end the night. It is, it is cherry forward. It is cherry. It's cherry forward. It's almost like a cherry slash wood. So it almost has like a bourbon, a bourbon taste to it. All right, so the second thing I was watching, uh, you turned me on to it last week, The Sound of 007. That's right, the Amazon Prime uh, Sound of 007. Complete amazement. I was loving I didn't realize all those artists did all those songs. It's amazing. It, it was such. It is so awesome. So what it got me thinking was, all every bond is on Amazon, and I guess they must have bought MGM or something. They bought, <laughs> they bought MGM. That is correct. They got, they got all of this bond. I think the, the MGM has part of um, the the what is the other one? The the Hobbit movies. I think that's a co-production or something like that. Oh, I'm not there yet. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, no. So yeah, this was a this was something that I think Apple TV made. And I believe Apple TV made it and they weren't, they weren't using it or they 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 didn't do the deal. So they weren't going to promote something that was promoting Bond when all the Bond had shifted to Amazon. So Amazon took. Wait, who didn't do what deal? Like Disney. I mean, not Disney. Apple TV Plus or Apple. Okay. Apple had licensed or I think they licensed this this documentary that was made. Oh, I see. Okay. Because they licensed it and then then. Amazon bought MG, MGM, so they weren't going to promote this 007 the music documentary on their own platform to promote the brand that was promoting somebody else. So basically, <laughs> when they bought MGM, they're like, oh, look, you MGM has this license out to uh, Apple TV+. Plus. So the, well, let's just get that license back <laughs> since they're not airing it. They're not doing anything with it. Um, so they took it back from them. Yeah, and the cool thing about it then I was looking and all of the bonds are on Amazon. Yep, it's all there. So I thought, man, if I could watch 25 Marvel movies, <laughs> we ought to do a Bond marathon. There you go. A Bond movie a week. Yeah, knock it out. Starting with Dr. No, going all the way through until the latest one. And Anne, Anne would be into that. I think she'd be into that. A Bond marathon. Bond marathon, yeah. And and I would I I think from View to a Kill on up to the current one. I think that's my, that's the view to the kill. I believe was the first thing I saw. I might've seen Moonraker, your beer in the theater. No, my first, Oh, in the theater. Yeah. In the theaters. No Moonraker. Um, the first time I saw it was, you know, when they, when they would come out on like NBC and then, you know, and it's all edited for television and stuff. That's when I saw Moonraker. Yeah. That's probably when I saw it too. And they had like jaws biting the gondola cable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, I you know, I think watching all of the bonds would be really cool and then you could see Yeah. Because one of the things they talked about with the the music wasn't just the music, but it was the music and like 
it was the time that they came out too, right? right? right. The, the political, the economic, the sound, the the sound popularity, yeah. Right. The, you know, they went into like this disco phase, right? And then they went into this like, and it was and it was always a reflection of the time. It wasn't ever stuck. That's what I mean. Yeah, it was like a jazz phase. You know, and and the music was like uh, a reflection of the time and stuff. <laughs> and I think as you go through, and and the the thing I found amazing was the George Lazenby one. Mm-hmm. He was Bond in one movie, right. and it was after Sean Connery, right? But he's probably the least known Bond. What about Quimby? Quim Quimby? Quimby? Is that the first? Who did Dr. No? Quinby. Who did Dr. No? Sean Connery. No. Was Sean Connery Dr. No? Yeah. That was Sean Connery. Okay. Look it up. <laughs> Look it Check up. my you're Bond right. knowledge. Yeah, you're totally Sean Connery. You're right. Yeah. Was Lazenby? Oh, Lazenby must be the Quimby. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lazenby. Lazenby. <laughs> that was, uh, what was it? On his on his majesty. On her, on on her, her majesty. If I can even say it. <laughs> on her majesty's secret service. Secret service. Yeah, say that 10 times. Exactly. But yeah, so he was... You know, and that's probably the least known. I've never seen that one. I did because I dated a girl whose dad was like this massive Bond fan. He he not only watched, he read all the books. I mean, this guy was like insane Bond. (laughs) And of course, I'm sitting there. He's like, "Eh, it's Bond tonight, you know, and he had all the like the VHS, (laughs) you know, and I don't know, you know, whatever age I was at the time. But I'm like, all right. He puts it in and we're watching it. I'm like, this movie's not very good. But, I, you know, and I am I was probably 21 or something at the time. Right. I don't know what I was, but uh, where I am now, I might have a different opinion. And the way they described it, like where her his wife gets killed at the end and all that stuff. Yeah. And spoiler alert. Uh. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, you know, I think a Bond marathon is is what's called for. We're doing it. We're doing it. We a, a trailer junkies bond marathon. Trailer you know junkies what, bond marathon. You know what pissed me off, man? With progress report. You're like you're like three quarter you're you're like twenty two movies. Uh bond movies in. Yeah. And all of a sudden they lose the rights. <laughs> And you have like you have, you have like six movies to go or something or or whatever it is. Well, they don't they don't they don't have to worry about losing the rights. They bought the company. <laughs> they bought yeah yeah. Uh, another Amazon, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. There you go. You're not a fan. No, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. Like okay, it was really funny though. I'm watching it and they're doing this battle with this troll or whatever it was. Yeah yeah. And the way they're doing it, I told Clarissa, I said that is such a D and D battle really where the troll is kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she comes in and does some crazy move. That's like rolling a, a natural 20. <laughs> she rolls in and does some crazy move because she rolled a natural. Everyone else is rolling like twos and threes <laughs> getting their ass handed to them. You know, like I'm like, this is so D and D like I was into it. But after a while, but like there were some scenes where like it was slow-mo battle. Yeah. And it's like kind of Enya-esque sort of music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like that, you know, just slow instrumental music with slow, like slow-mo battle. And I'm just, and then it had like this super like soothing, sexy VO of this woman, you know, and all that stuff. Right. And I'm just like, oh, my God, how does anyone stay awake through this? 
the way they were presenting it was just so soothing. Well, every single night we watch an episode three times during the episode. Anne says, do you want to go to bed? Do you want to go to bed? And she basically just watches me until my eyes close. And then the minute my eyes close, she says, do you want to go to bed? <laughs> so on the third time that she does that to me, I just get up and I say, Alexa, turn TV off. And then we go straight to bed. Well, and I even told Clarissa this morning at breakfast. I'm like, we're eating breakfast. I'm like, I, I may need to see to re to revisit some of that. <laughs> Because I was I was falling out. We watched it today for lunch. We watched the season season finale today for lunch. And I said, uh, Amazon, uh, what did I say? I said, go back 10 minutes. <laughs> because let's do that. Go back 10 go minutes. Back 10 minutes. So it, it knew exactly what it was doing. <laughs> well, because it's watching you. There's a camera. <laughs> um, we're all caught up with House of the Dragon. Okay. Is it is it enjoyable? Is it? How many, is it 10 episodes? What is it? I I would assume so. We're, we just finished episode eight. Okay. So you're getting there. And it fed us the previews for episode nine. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming it's 10. Okay. Sounds right. So yeah, we plowed through. We did a couple of episodes this week, plowed through. We got caught up with that. Um, And then to top it off, I watched a documentary called The Street Project. Mm. It's about 55 minutes or so. It's not very long. Okay. Uh, But it's about how streets and stuff were changing Mm. over COVID, how streets have become more or, or, well, become more and in some cities become more and in some cities resisting becoming more democratic. So, like, when you think about New York or other more dense cities that are closing streets and COVID played a major role in that and stuff. But then you look at Phoenix and, like, people are just getting, like, mowed down left and right, you know, by cars. and. Oh, I, I follow I follow a, an Instagram site that basically just uh, films videos out of its New York office or apartment or whatever. And it's all about the inequ- inequity of the streets of New York. Oh wow! Send that one to me. What, I, I'm curious what it is. I'll 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 figure it when when it comes across. I'll show it. To, I'll, I'll, say, yeah, I'll share it with you. Yeah. But it's always like, look at all these bike lanes they put in, and all these buses driving on bike lanes. They don't care. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> right. what I mean? Oh, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. <laughs> That's what I'm into. And San Francisco's turned out like that. They have tons of bike lanes, tons of bus only lanes. Yeah, they closed uh, Market Street and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't you, you can't even tell. Like I drive through San Francisco. And you can't even tell where you're supposed to go. And then, you know, if the if the trolley's in the middle, can you go around? You know, can I go around it? It says bustling over there, you know, and people waving me around and whatever. Fine. The the car, I don't know how they say the car, the Tesla can drive itself in, in, in San Francisco. Mine hates San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is, what is this? This is a, a Rhodes documentary? It, well, it's called The Street Project. The Street Project. All right. I totally want to see this. I learned about it from a podcast I'd listened okay. to, and the guy interviewed the producer, director of it. What's it on? That's funny. It's on Amazon. Okay. It's like a $2 rental. However, if you go to the website, The Street Project, and you, and you look at where to watch, mm-hmm. they have PBS. Mm-hmm. PBS lets you watch it for free. All right. So you don't even have to give Amazon 2 bucks. So yeah, PBS has it for free. It's like 55 minutes. Why anyone wants to live in Phoenix, I have no idea. Phoenix looks like a hellhole. You can you can also you can also watch it on YouTube. Well, that's the that's the PBS one. Oh, PBS YouTube. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the PBS channel on YouTube. On YouTube, right, right. Right. But I mean, when you go to their website, it links you over to oh, their okay, YouTube. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's like when you look at Phoenix, I mean, it's like uh, Phoenix is like nothing but car sewers everywhere, you know? And, <laughs> I mean, it's just... But, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Like cars, whatever. They're tools, like bikes are tools and people use them to do what they need to do with and that's fine. But it's like when you look at, I mean, the 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 carnage in phoenix when compared to any other city in the u.s really that bad and they overlay this map uh, on this documentary they overlay this map in phoenix and they're like and they show all these dots and they're like oh the yellow ones are where people got injured wow and then they change the other dots to red and they're like these are all the ones that people and you're that people died right and you're just like and more people die than got injured Dude, the car it's carnage wow so then they go to the city council and, this, and they're saying like well we need to fix this and they say well here's like a like a plan <sighs> won't affect drivers mu much you know might it might have them like slow down like they might change from like 45 to 40 or something in the oh, speed limit no way <laughs> city city council rejects the Throws whole thing out. they're like no we can't slow down cars <laughs> and it's like <laughs> people dying constituents dying on the street whatever it is you have like a thousand people dying a year by getting run over. But guess what? The people, the, they think the people that voted for them are driving the cars running <laughs> over. That doesn't even matter. They didn't you know? drive. Yeah, they didn't exactly. vote for them. Exactly. How about you? What are you watching? Watching a lot of stuff. You know, like I said, She-Hulk. Amazing, amazing finale. And Andor, you did that before we got here. Andor, we did that. We finished that up this this season as well. It, it, had, a, it had a very nice finale. But not final finale. There's a lot more story to tell here. You know what I mean? It's kind of really okay. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's it's woven itself. So you think there's like Andor season two? Definitely Andor season two and three. You know, I think it's a rich and three. Wow, they're a rich a rich tapestry of, of really of, okay of storytelling. Okay. You know, it's very early early Empire. Like you know, you don't see a lot of early Empire. The first time we see a helmet that's covering the face like a stormtrooper is in the finale when the pilots jump in the TIE fighters. And, you know, the TIE fighters, you know, it's nice to think of TIE fighters as like a super old technology because these people are walking around with those, you know, the the World War II, the, the German helmets that are all flanged out. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But there's no face covering. It's really like straight up German, you know, German. And they have the poofy pants, the pants that are super saddle wide on the bottom. And it's just yeah. like, it's this there's, early. There, it's total fascism. Yeah, it's this total early fascist Nazis. Nazi uh, you know, the look, the look, you know what I mean? And it's, and, and they don't cover their faces, which I think is very, um, nice. Like it's a very nice nod to like the earliness of like, we're not doing anything wrong. So why do we need to cover our faces? You know? So it's, it's, uh, after the battle droids, no way. <sighs> Because well, the battle droids was grievous, and he yeah, and his right. and okay. what was his? Because the empire was be, well before it was the empire, essentially was the good guys, uh -huh. right? If you want to look at it that way, and and sent me a great timeline. I'm gonna grab that. I'm gonna figure find that timeline. Oh no, the boys. So we have our little free library yeah. out there. Somebody put in this book. <laughs> We go out and check one. Let's see what's out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So the, somebody put in this book that was like this Star Wars book that was essentially like a timeline book. Oh, like, cool. Like, here's their armor, their weapons. Mm -hmm. 
these were the battles. This is what led to who. This is like the lineage, like everything, right? Mm -hmm. So they go out there and they're like, oh my God, Dad, look what we got. <laughs> and they went through that book so hard. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally, it's like, it's like they lick the pages and stick them back together. <laughs> Gross, like they gross and they, cool at the same time. <laughs> they completely wrecked that book because they just read it so hard, you know. So here, I found the timeline and sent me. I sent it. Okay, to you. send it to me. I, yeah, yeah, I said yeah. just send it to you. Uh, the canon timeline, and it says Andor is happening the same time as uh, the Rebels. It's like in the beginning of the Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Oh wow, this is cool. This is similar to what's in that book right? I was right? telling you yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I finished that up. Um, great. Uh, let's see. We finished up. So today we saw three finales. Oh, I see where Andor falls in. Yeah, because I was thinking like right around the Bad Batch. Yeah, there you go. Right. Clone Wars, Bad Batch sort of a thing. Exactly. So it's like right after that. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I'm going to have to look at that. I'll show <laughs> the boys and then I'll show them and they'll be like, oh, well, of course. And that's what we saw earlier in the book that we were pouring over. I know all about this. <laughs> so you're just starting. How many episodes into Lord of the Rings, The Power of the Rings are you? Well, we started the first one last night. First one last night so you have eight yeah. i think it's eight eight episodes and we finished the last one today uh over lunch and it was great it was a great 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 uh were they weekly releases or were they all at once weekly weekly releases ah i waited perfectly, you waited perfectly for it. <laughs> like it's gonna matter like i'm gonna just binge it all tomorrow you know um let's see what else did we watch uh that's a lot um, I think I. Well, let me ask, though. I mean, without any spoilers or anything. Yeah. Your opinion on the series itself. Was it great or was. It... OK, so here's the thing. I watched every single one of the Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson, and then the Hobbit, Peter Jackson. Right. As as did we. Right. I watched yeah. them. I've seen them multiple times. The Hobbit was weak, but and the Hobbit. The Hobbit series was, uh, was not, not as, good. as good. Let's put it that not way. As good not as, as the good. Fellowship of the Rings and the Two Towers right. and the Return of the King or whatever. Um, but those three movies are amazing, and I remember them and I love them. But I never it, it. I enjoyed them as movies unto themselves. People would say like, "Oh, Tolkien." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Like, whatever." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. What does he what, know about writing? I'm watching the movie about the movie, right? And then after seeing Tolkien, the movie about the author and knowing how he did the World War One uh, atrocities, he was in there with them, you know, uh, halfway through the season, I told I leaned over to Anne. I said, so this is just one man dealing with his PTSD. Like, this is so clear that this is just like coping mechanism for somebody who's gone through the atrocities of war. You know what I mean? And it was it was nice to see it through that lens. I think the. The original Peter Jackson movies are movies for movies sake. And it kind of has that filmic cinematic pacing that just keeps, course, you, keeps sure. you going. It keeps you hyped up, you know, and this because it has eight hours to get through it and it kind of has a different pacing. It has like a television pacing, but uh, movie quality. So you have these moments to rest and recuperate and really sink into it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Right. And and I've never been like 
you know, you're trying to, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out the puzzle pieces that will get you to a place that you know is going to happen in the future, right? Like this is canon. So it's going to have, this is the thousand years prior to the Lord of the Rings. So we're dealing with a different story, but there's some same similar characters because these elves live for, for so long that you're dealing with some of these, you know, early characters. It's like Methuselah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and it's just that because you're trying to piece the puzzle pieces together, I think I was much more engaged into the how this fits into the canon or how this fits into similari- sim- similarian or sim- Somali- Somalian? S- similarian, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I, I guess I just thought Tolkien was the one-trick pony because people love the Lord of the Rings so much. But to know that there was the richness of, of storytelling in this other book of his was kind of interesting. Well, he was like a PhD English guy from what, Oxford or something? something or wherever like that, he yeah. taught. Yeah, somewhere in, or what's the other college? It wasn't Oxford. It was Cambridge. the other one over there. Cambridge, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think Clarissa read some of the Lord of the Ring books, mm-hmm. as far as I know. I read The Hobbit, and I think I tried to read the first Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, and when the guy takes 10 pages to describe a landscape, mm. like, I, I, I'm out. I check out, you know, <laughs> like, I can't I, I can't get into it anymore. And, and so I'm not a huge fan of the books. I mean, like, you know, I'm a reader, but I don't read fiction all that much yeah like clarissa's a huge reader and a huge fiction like like i said she's read all the dune books she read all the song of ice and fire you know the the game of thrones books essentially you know she read all those yeah, but you'll you'll read bike books and i'll read business books <laughs> before exactly before we'll pick up that kind of stuff like <laughs> exactly right now i'm reading a, a future a futurist book oh there you go oh that's right from the from the skeptic's guide that's right the skeptic's guide to the future yeah i i, I sent you the photo yeah, of that totally yeah so far it's good so far it's good i mean they get into a lot of stuff um you know, I kind of laugh like this podcast might have become that. <laughs> the funny thing is that book is like a podcast. Yeah. You know, where they're talking about like it's like every every other, you know, like within chapters, there's headings. Mm-hmm. And with within every heading, it's um, that that's like a podcast episode. Right. Right. OK. There And there's hundreds of. <laughs> of them as you go through and you're like man this is like years worth of podcasting <laughs> this one book you know but are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna make a book we should make a book then we should we should <laughs> yeah the trailer it's, it's nothing but beer and beers bullshit. and what we did that week <laughs> beer bullshit and bong hits that's the title no that's the subtitle that's the subtitle trailer Two junkies trailer. podcast the beer book. bullshit yeah. and bong hits <laughs> All right, man. What do you say we get out of here? Because I got to edit this thing. (laughs) So. All right. All right. You have a good night, man. You too. See you. All right. Bye. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.